0: Health Talk with Dr. Clifton Mays. Well, I wanted to do a quick talk about hypothyroidism. If you've been to the doctor or anywhere in the medical field and concerned about hypothyroidism or been told you have hypothyroidism, Hypothyroidism is very confusing, and it's it's a frustrating condition that affects millions of Americans on a daily basis. Now, the primary reason for this confusion is that in order to determine what type of hypothyroidisms that you suffer from, um, a very detailed testing protocol is needed to be performed. Now, the problem with this is most of the time people are not getting correct testing, and only with the proper testing can the doctors uh, discover what type of hypothyroidism that it is you truly suffer with. Now. This is a crucial point. If you don't get the lab testing done correctly, you can't determine what type of treatment you need in order to receive the correct treatment for your hyperthyroidism. Now, it's not widely understood that there are six different types of hypothyroidism. Uh, Unfortunately, under our current healthcare system, insurance companies only allow doctors to treat patients based on an outdated 1960s model uh, of healthcare, which relies on two lab tests, TSH, and usually a free T4 lab test. Now this means that people suffering with hypothyroidism may present with all the symptoms, but without performing necessary tests, uh, doctor's ability is limited when trying to pinpoint what specific type of thyroidism is affecting their patient. So this leaves you confused and frustrated while the patients watch their health steadily decline and wonder why they feel lousy, but are told that their lab tests come back normal. Well, the reality, with hypothyroid disorders is that 5 out of 6 people with hypothyroidism will not get better on medication alone. Uh, Today I want to discuss one of the variants of this hypothyroidism which has been called Hashimoto's Thyroiditis. Now the reason why this disorder is so unique is that it's not truly a thyroid dysfunction but it's an autoimmune dysfunction. So Hashimoto's Thyroiditis is a disease that causes the body to attack the thyroid gland uh, to the point where the thyroid becomes inflamed, swollen and even impaired. It, it often causes it to no longer be able to produce the hormones that it must produce to maintain a person's health and quality of life. So if that is not tricky enough, the, the crazy thing with, hypo, with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, during a typical long process of destruction that characterizes the disease, the thyroid gland even produces too much thyroid hormones for a short period. Um, this creates a hyperthyroidism problem and then hypothyroidism cycles. So these components drive patients and their doctors to the end of the rope. There's so much confusion that goes on with this disease. So despite Hashimoto's dominance in the thyroiditis category, doctors seldom diagnose it by the lab test because insurance companies are usually unwilling to pay for these tests. Now, many doctors aren't aware that there are specific uh, tests that need to be performed, but even those that do, Understand that the insurance company does not pay uh, for these testing and, and in fact the medical doctors know that conventional medical treatment for Hashimoto's is hormone replacement therapy and The truth is that's the same as the treatment for for one other form of hypothyroidism So the thinking goes like this if the treatment is going to be the same no matter what well Why pay for extra testing? So it seems logical enough, but it, but it, is it truly? So l- let's look a little deeper at this. A large number of our patients are middle-aged women who come to the office after having been told by doctors that they suffer from hypothyroidism. Now, they've been given various hormone replacement medications, such as the Synthroid, just to get their laboratory numbers, uh, especially their uh, th- TSH and thyroid levels, back into normal ranges. Now, despite the treatment... Uh, including jumps in dosage, these women continue to exhibit, exhibit many different symptoms, including symptoms of hypothyroidism and hypothyroidism, and the hypothyroidism the hormone replacement therapy was supposed to alleviate. So when this approach fails to relieve the symptoms, another diagnosis is often given, uh, usually from the following sickness menu: depression, uh, maybe it's all in your head, cyclothymia, PMS, chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, and even fibromyalgia, and even anxiety disorders. So for these women, an additional diagnosis has meant more drugs and more side effects from those drugs, yet little, if any, relief from the misery that they suffer. So what's truly going on with this disease? Well, the immune system has two sides. One side attacks invaders, while the other side creates antibodies to tag these invaders. So that way they can later attack and remove them. Now in Hashimoto's, one side of the immune system has gone hyper. That, that tricks the body into attacking its own cells. So further, when the confused immune system creates errant antibodies that attack the thyroid, those inflammatory antibodies also convince other body cells to resist thyroid hormones, which are already present in the bloodstream. That's not good. Thyroid hormones are meant to trigger important metabolic functions within the cell. So when the cells resist, the hormones already present don't work well. For example, energy levels will tank. That's why a patient can have proper laboratory testing of the thyroid hormones in their bloodstream and still have symptoms of low thyroid function. So the key to managing the immune system of a Hashimoto's patient is first to find out whether the patient is truly indeed a Hashimoto's case. Once this is done, we find out which side of the immune system is out of kilter and then we bring it back into balance with the other. Now this doesn't mean suppression, however. Suppression is dangerous, It, it means modulation. Once the proper laboratory panels are run, which include a comprehensive thyroid panel as well as looking for blood sugar level disorders and other hormone imbalances, even anemia patterns and adrenal gland dysfunction, the needed approach usually becomes quite clear. But that approach is and must be tailored to each individual. Now, one size does not fit all. There's too many health issues, often out of balance at the same time with Hashimoto's. That's why doctors need to truly listen to their patients And sadly, that's a service in short supply under today's insurance-driven healthcare system. So, to conclude, the faulty premise in treating Hashimoto's, whether actively diagnosed or not, is to regard it as a thyroid disease requiring hormone replacement alone. That is fighting the wrong battle. Hashimoto's thyroidism is basically an immune system problem that just happens to be targeting the thyroid gland. Properly managing the immune system and the thyroid gland will often recover stability. Moreover, avoiding further damage and continued symptoms can usually be averted. Moreover, avoiding further damage and continued symptoms can usually be averted by finding out what likely trigger Hashimoto's in the first place. Now, along with managing the diet, evaluating gastrointestinal function for issues, altering general lifestyle behavior, and nutritional supplementation, For the immune system, a comprehensive approach to treatment is necessary. Yes, hormone replacement may still be needed if too much damage has been done to the thyroid gland and it's no longer able to produce sufficient amounts of hormones. Although Hashimoto's is a result of some form of genetic susceptibility to environment and other triggers, it can't be reversed in this current science, but it can be managed and held at bay enabling a person to regain a satisfactory quality of life. So find out today by having your labs tested.